Hello, everyone, and welcome to David and Jeff's Survivor Podcast. I'm David, and with me, as always, is... Jeff. Jeff, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you today, David? Doing well. We're having another mini-cast. We've waited all season to talk to this guy. The one and only Yao Man Chan is back uh, to talk with us about his thoughts on the finale. Now, Yao Man did not watch a whole lot of the season, but he was... He did watch the finale and was at the party, so we'll get his perspective of what everything was like at those uh, those uh, events for the Survivor after-party sort of thing. So uh, that'll be fun. And, of course, it is always just fun to hear from Yell Man and see uh, <laughs> what he's up to. And maybe, maybe we'll finally get to hear the Brazilian wax story. <laughs> Hopefully. It's been We've like been two seasons in the breath. making. We've been waiting with bated breath. Yes. I think this is the time, but uh, maybe, maybe, he, maybe he's not ready yet. Uh, no pressure, but we'll have to see. So, um, are you ready to get Yao Man on the line? I'm always ready for Yao Man. All right, let's do it. All right, we now have Yao Man Chan back on the podcast with us. How are you doing, Yao Man? Oh, pretty good. Awesome. Uh, how? What did you think of uh, the finale? It was very strange. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad. Cochran won. I, I really like him. I think he deserves a win. And uh, hats off to us geeks, right? I mean, he could be uh, he could be me, you know, forty years ago. Uh, <laughs> no, I could be him forty years ago. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so glad to see somebody like him win it. And like he said, he, yeah, he was a challenge monster, right? <laughs> who, would, who who would know? <laughs> you know, who would even guess? <laughs> so. Well, if I'm not mistaken, another comparison to you, a lot of people underestimated your challenge abilities uh, in Fiji. And yeah, then... except that uh, I have to say that the challenges he won were less physical, and those that were physical where he won, he also won uh, an advantage, yeah. right? The challenge before. So like the one where he has to hold on to a rope and having two knots to hold on to uh, longer than the other people because he had the advantage to get to jump up two knots up. That gave uh, him a lot of advantage, right? Holding on to that rope oh, yeah. off the knots, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's impossible. I mean, it's basically, you know, you got sweaty hands, and the more, the tighter you hold, the sweatier it gets, and essentially yeah. uh, you, you will slip. So that gave him the advantage. And then the last, the final immunity where that advantage turned out to be, uh, while I think it was great that he doesn't have to spend time untying, but the others could have caught up with him. Uh, but he was uh, doing well with the puzzle and that, yeah, he started out slow, but that's because he looked at the puzzle carefully and not just jump into it and, and randomly try things, right? He, he actually looked through it and then when he started assembling it, he pretty much know how it's supposed to go. So that you know i give him credits for that yeah so there's been a lot of controversy about giving someone an advantage at the final immunity challenge do you think that's okay no that's a bit too much advantage yeah uh not only that usually the final immunity have to do with like endurance right yeah holding on to something hanging on to some weight, you know, having, you know, Chinese torture with water (laughs) dripping on you, that type of thing, right? This time it wasn't, right? So that was very different. You know, one of the challenges that I, (laughs) that always amused me from your season that I've, (laughs) that they've never brought back was the 
dancing reward challenge. How, they don't have dancing competitions too much on Survivor anymore. That, that is too subjective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm glad we won. I don't know why, how we won, but, you know, <laughs> but put it this way. You know, Earl was a good dancer, right? Uh, I, I have to give him credit, but then you have the Minister of Tourism or Culture from the, the, the Federation of Fiji to be the judge, you know? Who knows who's <laughs> slipping a few bucks from who wants us to win, right? I mean, like, <laughs> that's way too subjective. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> No, I agree. <laughs> I just found it very amusing. Like, <laughs> you go on Survivor, yeah, you can dance. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I can sit that one out, right? Yeah. I have two left foot, so. <laughs> It would have been a disaster had I been there. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, tell us about uh, the the Survivor party that you sort of attended at the, the for the finale. Well, it was a, a great party. Uh, the... Uh... It was at Krista's place, and uh, Ziggy, uh, one of the super fans from uh, Long Beach, uh, set up a satellite feed so that we got the East Coast feed. So we saw it live at 5 o'clock our time, uh, and there was so much food. In fact, everybody was so you know, concentrated on the watching the finale, we got so much food left. <laughs> uh, a lot of people didn't eat. Uh, and we got a lot of booze left because everybody brought something to drink, wine and beer and so on. So I think Krista is going to get very drunk for the next two weeks. Uh, <laughs> we know so is, this, is this Krista Hasty from, uh, from Survivor uh, Pearl Island from the, from the season where Sandra won? Oh, okay. She I was seeing... the one who was blamed for throwing out the fish. Yeah. You and, uh, you and Krista are like BFFs, right? Yeah, we're BFFs, and you know, we go, we travel well together. She has, she has many boyfriends, and I'm not one of them. So I just <laughs> want to make that clear. Okay. <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not her boy toy, just friends. <laughs> no, no, not, not in the least. Not that I mind, you know. But, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that whatever, whatever, uh, whatever floats her boat. So <laughs> I'll go with it. Wait, there was there was a great time we had. Two TVs set up, uh, one outside and one inside, and there was at least fifty of us there, uh, and we cheer everybody on, and it was a great time. And then after that, we some of us went down to the parlor, which is on Melrose, which is uh, it was a it's a sports bar that's owned by Benry, who was on uh, Redemption Island, was it Nicaragua? Nicaragua, Nicaragua. Sorry, yeah, one. For that, and so he usually hosts the uh, the uh, the uh, after party when it's in Los Angeles. So there, we met up with quite a number of people. But I had to drive home that night, so I didn't do any drinking. So I wasn't loose enough to talk to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I heard uh, some people thought you were a little uh, standoffish, maybe a jerk. Yeah, I, I people say I am, but because I need a few drinks to loosen up. So. <laughs> The, the other problem is I don't recognize faces very well, and so especially in the dark, I have problems. So, <laughs> yeah, people need to understand. Uh, that's why I, not that I'm being snotty, snooty, but yeah, I, I don't do faces. That's actually a uh, a disease, you know, it's a mental illness. It's called protopognosia. You can look it up. Uh, I, I don't recognize faces. I could I don't even pick it. I couldn't pick out my kids in the crowd. So what do you expect? <laughs> uh, so, but after a few drinks, I don't care. There you go. <laughs> but I have to drive home that night, so I was being very sober and so not very friendly. Gotcha, yeah. 
Two drink minimum for Yao Man to have a really good time. <laughs> exactly. So. Not that I'm just thinking people buying me drinks, okay? Although yeah. that doesn't hurt either. So. But it, it was a strange, strange uh, finale. Very different, right? Uh, first of all, being it's supposed uh, this is a season. This is the the spring season finale. It's usually on. Uh, it's always on Mother's Day, which is where it was, and it's usually in the East Coast in yeah. New York, and they have it in Los Angeles. So. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, controversy with the reunion show. Um, sort of wanted to get your perspective. You know, they had all the uh, the pre-jury people sitting in the audience instead of on stage. As someone who, in one season, was a pre-jury, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I, I would be very upset if, if I were pre-jury and, and didn't even get to sit on stage with everybody, right? Uh, especially... They were not told they don't get to sit on stage. In, in fact, they were led on all the way to the very end, right? Even during rehearsal, they were not told that they don't sit on stage. They, in fact, some of the girls were told that their outfit, you know, crashes with the girl sitting next to them. Then they, oh, we can have two, you know, red dress next to each other. So one of you have to change to a blue or green dress or whatever. And they, so they go scrambling, shopping and all that. And it wasn't until the last uh, minute that they didn't get to sit on, sit on stage. So I guess there was a lot of hurt feelings. Yeah. There's been a lot of uh, controversy over uh, or, you know, speculation over why they did it. Uh, oh, that's no speculation why they did it, right? <laughs> they, they, they are passive aggressive. They don't want to have any confrontation because uh, Brendan was not invited. The story on the street is that Many of the pre-jury felt uh, they were not comfortable or they, they felt not secure, which I don't know why. I mean, there's enough security in those, uh, in those studios that, that if they let Brandon there. So, but, on the, you know, I think Brandon would have mellowed out a little by now. It's been so long you know, since this happened. I mean, the filming was a year ago, right? Yeah. Almost, uh, it was in July, last July. Uh, so for some reason, they decided not to bring him in. So with him missing, if they have everybody in the uh, the pre-jury on stage, then they have to explain why Brendan was not there. So they rather not show any of them, right? Yeah. They could have had them on the stage and not talk to anybody, and then so because before they used to talk to all of us, right? Whether yeah. we're pre-jury or what, and everyone gets one little question: Hey, what are you doing? Or uh, why you know did you do this or whatever? So. If they have to talk to everybody, then the question is why didn't they talk to Brandon and why isn't he there? But they could have left these people on the stage and and not talk to Brandon. I, I don't see why that you know just skip through it, not not talk to not talk to any pre-jury, but at least put them put them on the stage. That still it would be fine. But yeah, I know it's yeah. tough. I don't know who made that call. That that sounds really awful. Yeah, what did you think of the whole Rudy and message from Richard Hatch thing? <laughs> I don't know what it is all about, right? If if I didn't if I didn't know that the next season is about to start filming, I would have thought that maybe this is a hint. This is the final season, right? There's no more, right? Yeah. I could see them doing that as the final season. This is curtains time, right? Yeah. So this is the last season. The end. Goodbye. Uh, you know, nostalgia. Look at the first season. These are the people. You know, they're still alive. They, you know, and, and ask them about things they said during the first season. That would make some sense. But given that this is not the last season, I, I don't see what the whole deal is about. 
I mean, I just don't understand. Maybe they want to give Rudy the last hurrah. Maybe they know something about Rudy that I, we don't. Maybe yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, he seems to be getting much older, and I think his memory is starting to maybe to go out. So Very much so. He's very coherent, given that I had the opportunity to try to talk to him once, and it was not a coherent, coherent conversation by any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, there must be good days and bad days. Yeah, so I think I think that maybe it was like let's get Ru- let's show Rudy one more time before it's not possible again. I cannot talk to it. Yeah, but it, yeah, very strange. Yeah, to to not be the last final season and bringing the first season people back. Yeah, bringing Rudy back. They and knowing what Rudy is going to say, certainly they have to bring in bring in the sidekick, right? Meaning you know Richard yeah. Hatch in the nude blurred. So yeah, <laughs> too strange. Oh. Way too. Now the little girl, I don't understand. Right, that's really yeah. weird. Well, and uh, she she couldn't talk. <laughs> and, uh, she's so starstruck. I mean, I, I, you know, a little girl. I, I understand. I understand a little girl being star, starstruck, right? But then, why would you even do that? Yeah, why put her in that position? Yeah. Right. Jeff, did so you, you have talk, something? You talked a little bit about kind of next season. Are you aware of the uh, speculation as to what the theme is? Yes, not only do I have the speculation, I know exactly what it is. So oh. and that's all so, I can say right now, okay? <laughs> right, we, we also know what it is and, and right. we we just didn't we wanted to know what you thought about it. Uh because I think somebody in CBS already in some interview with some uh, entertainment magazine already said what it is, right? So yes. Do you, uh do you think this is a positive or a negative twist? I think it's a negative twist. Yeah. Oh, I when I found out about it, I really sort of thought about it and then go, oh, this is not good. Yeah. So, right. You have one tribe of, of, you know, father daughters, you know, father sons, mother daughters, and you know, sort of, uh, parent child or brother sister, and then another tribe of husbands and wives. I mean, yeah. Wow. Well, how to and break up a marriage or how to break up a family. I don't know. I mean, it depends how nasty you play it, right? And I would almost like it better if it was all new people and they were doing new people with family members. But to do returning players and family members, yeah. it is almost like, oh, here's the returning player who knows everything, and here's their sidekick family member who will just do whatever they say. I think they were hoping to have returning family, returning players with the family who who did the family visit, right? Ah, okay. That, that's what I thought originally but as well. But it, it won't be because a couple of seasons, well, my season in Fiji did not have a family visit. And then they, I think they included people who were not returning players, so. Yeah, my, I, my original thought was family members who we would remember. Right. Because they the were memorable. But from, from the kind of speculation of who's on the season that I've seen, it really isn't anyone that we've ever seen before. The, the other thing is that just because you are, because I am an interesting player, doesn't mean that my daughters or my other family, my brother or whoever, will be just as interesting, right? right. So yeah. that, 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 that assumption is not necessarily true, right? I mean, look, I mean, all of us who are on uh, reality TV, we are, I would say, you know, not quite normal people, right? We're at least mm-hmm. two standard deviation outside the norm <laughs> uh, distribution, right? And just because we have a couple standard deviations outside the norm doesn't mean our family members have to be that way too. So, no, yeah, yeah it, it's going to be a tough one. So who would you 
who would uh, actually go on Survivor with you from your family? Would any of them agree to do it? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think I, they would want to, but I don't think they will have the type of you know uh, outgoing personality or the sort of uh, crazy psychopathic. You know, gotcha. sociopathic uh, linea- uh, tendencies that I have, right? To gotcha. Beyond, so. Yeah, they're not stars like you, yeah, man. <laughs> no, I don't know if they're stars. <laughs> stars are made, right? So, uh, psychopath, uh, I just born that way. I yes, guess. I gotcha. <laughs> but not genetic. So. Yeah. Uh, here's a question for you: what What did you think of the whole Eric getting out and like having to medically leave in the first ten minutes, and them not really explaining it at all, and not really talking about it at all at the finale either i know i I don't mind them uh having that i mean medical uh medevacs are so unplanned right so in in a in a genuine situation of medevac i mean like in this case where he was he was taken ill after the tribal council right who would know right uh in fact let's see during tribal council, we have the staging area. See, the medics are with us when we're staging to do a challenge, right? That's when the medics look through us and make sure we are okay. You know, uh, do you have diarrhea? Are you constipated? You know, do you have cuts and wounds? Uh, are you okay to do this challenge? And then after the challenge, they then look through us, make sure that we didn't, didn't, didn't get injured or anything like that. And some of the medevacs, happened after a challenge, right, when they when they got injured, severely injured. Mm-hmm. But tribal council, when we were prepping for tribal council, first of all, it's always at night. The prep is when the sun's down and, you know, mosquitoes and so on. So there's not – I don't remember medics asking us anything other than the nurse came by and say, did you pee, did you poop, you know, make sure that we're not, you know, getting too constipated. Uh, and so there were not that many medical attention and for – Eric to just suddenly go down, uh, fainted or whatever after a tribal council. That's really must be very scary. Okay, mm-hmm. that Jeff is there to play medic, and so I, I believe then it is very severe. I mean, it is it's not just a makeup circumstances. So it would be interesting to at least ask him, you know, how are you feeling, and you know, or have Jeff explain what happened. During the during the uh, the uh, finale, I know the last you know couple hours have so much going that they they don't have cha- time to explain it. But at the finale, someone should have asked him, you know, what yeah. happened. Exactly. Yeah. They sort of ignored it, right? Yeah. Or they could have asked the jury, like if if you know if if uh, Eric was was with you, you know, who who do you think would be the final three and so on, right? Could be interest more interesting question. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think that Eddie was in as good of a position as everyone thought he was? Like, would he have actually won up against Cochran? No, I don't think he would have. He would have gotten some votes, right? Yeah. Like, Reynolds would obviously have voted for him, but... Right. He would have this, you know, uh, 20-something handsome athletic male type, right? And girls who like those type would probably vote for him, right? But, yeah, I don't think... I think Cochran was... Destined to win it. Destined to win if he was in the final three, right? Especially given the fact that he won so many challenges towards the end, right? As soon yeah. after the merge, right? Yeah, that sort of impressed people in that. Oh, he came in 
we all think thought he was a big nerd, and you know, wow, you know, he's different. He's quite impressive in that in that sense. So, yeah, the only person I think who really had a shot against him was if Malcolm would have somehow made it to the final three. But I mean, he was out. I think if Brenda was up there too, she would have a chance. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like yeah, she would have some chance. Not as good, but yes, right. Malcolm would have a better chance. But. So I mean, you, you you just mentioned Brenda, and you you've watched the finale. So what did you think of Brenda's um, jury speech? Did you think it was petty? Did you think it was too far or completely justified? I think her anger was justified. But I think she's a bit too harsh. <laughs> but then, you know, people react to uh, being betrayed differently. And people, you know, I, I'm the type who is, you know, forgiving and say, yeah, you know, it's a game. Done with it. Let's not hold on to it. But other people would not. And I think she, she you know, and, and I think she was genuinely angry uh, because there, it's a very short time from the time she got the boot, right? to the time that she had to make that speech. And, and so I think for reality TV, that's a good speech, right? But I don't know if that would do her any good in, in her life situation. So at the finale, I didn't hear her have any mere culpa and say, flat out, that say, yes, I have forgiven you now, you know, let bygones be bygone. She never said in so many words. But... Jeff Probst was clearly trying to force that. Yes, I know. He, he, he tried. I know he tried very much, uh, tried very hard to bring it out. Uh, but it's like the time when he tried to uh, ask Russell to own up, you know, to, to, to being a little bit uh, uh, over the top and, and so on, right? So yeah. he, he does give them an opportunity, and he never did. And she never did. So, But she implied that it's, it's okay. What, were you surprised that Don didn't get any votes? Uh, not really. After the Brenda fiasco, uh, after Brenda's speech, I think Brenda really got the message across that uh, Don is not such a good person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was sort of the nail in the coffin for Don. Like, before yeah. that, she probably would have gotten one or two votes. I, I don't yes. think she would have won, but but yeah, that was sort of just like... Okay, Don, really? <laughs> right. Oh. And, and, and did someone bring up the fact that she's a Mormon or something? I, I think I heard somebody make that reference, which adds on a layer of nastiness to that. So Maybe Reynolds did. Like, yeah. Reynolds, I liked Reynolds' uh, jury's uh, question. It was just basically like, own your meanness, Don. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say, don't be this phony, like, say nice things to everyone. Say something mean about me. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Any other thoughts you had about the, the finale, yo, man? Uh, no, I mean, I'm just so glad for the person who won for Cochrane to win. And, yeah, I'm, I'm really bummed that I feel very bad for the pre-jury people. Right, uh, who didn't get any TV time? Who brought all their you know friends and relatives out? Um, yeah. And well, that, and I that, mean to completely ignore. I mean, Shamar was a yeah. big character for what he was in. I mean, there uh, were certain people. Could that, have asked him, you know, hey, you're you're you know a, a veteran from Afghanistan. You know, how does that compare? And, and and what really happened? Because you know the I thing was not 
what got him mad attack. Now, yeah. Right. They they could have really you know outed completely and, and gave him a give him a chance. Yeah. That was. But I mean, fun. you even look at the people who are on the stage. They only talked to I think seven out of the twenty people. They didn't even talk to Eric. They didn't talk to Eric Sh- Sherry. They didn't yeah, talk yeah, to really yeah. like there was. Michael. Michael, they didn't talk. Michael, so yeah. it was like really, she, really subjective. It, Sherry's probably the most egregious because she got second place. Yeah, like, she didn't get third. She got second, and you. Wait, it, did she get any votes? No, but no, neither did did Dawn. So they tied right, for second. So they tied for third place. Oh, I thought it was they tied for second. But yeah, still, they, yeah, they tied. Yeah, they tied for second. So they both got a hundred thousand, and there's no third place. What I heard from Dawn was what happens when they, they tie is that they they combine the money from third and second place and, and split it. it. So yeah. it's like 93000 or whatever. Really? Yeah. Wow, I thought – because I remember talking to uh, Cassandra because in, in my season, both Dreams and Cassandra didn't get any votes. Yeah. Right? And I thought I was told they both got 100000 I'll, I'll, I'll check. Maybe it. they changed they, it now. They, they yeah, they've changed it. it. I read an article that said they changed it because they said the same thing that they got each 100000 in Fiji. But uh, before we let you go, Yao Man, uh, for the past couple seasons, you've been teasing us about a story uh, of the... Oh, well, so I, I checked with the guilty parties involved. Yes. So uh, we have to... Yes, I, next time I'll tell it to you, but I will. Also, and, but we will make up a story around it where it's it's called docudrama. We will dramatize it to tell it to you. Oh, okay. But the, the essential truth are all in there. So next time, I promise, I will. Okay. I will have the story ready. Well, th- yeah, it's getting better. We're gonna draw docudrama. docudrama. We're gonna get uh, a docudrama. So this is. Yeah. It, it, it's a good story, a really good story. And then I can also tell you about this coming season. Yeah. And when I come into it. Okay. Absolutely. Awesome. So thank you so much, Yao Man, for, for coming on and talking with us uh, about the finale and everything. And we definitely look forward to talking with you next season. And uh, I'm really uh, excited for this docudrama now. This is this has changed from a story to a docudrama. We, this is getting better. The story better. that uh, too many... Guilty parties involved, and I, I checked with all of them, and they they sort of yeah, it's a good story, but you need to wrap it around. You know, it's it's like you know when they do a dramatization of it, right? Yeah, so, yeah. That's it. Can I just change names? Said, no, not enough. It's not too enough. easy to guess who's who. <laughs> all right, awesome. Well, thank all you, right. thank you again so much, Yao Man. Uh, it was truly a pleasure to talk with you again, and uh, we will be talking with you next season for sure. Thank you very much for having me back on. Right. Thank you. Well, there you have it, the one and only Yao Man Chan. Uh, such a blast to talk with him again. And he still hasn't given us that uh, that story, which is now a docudrama. But uh, next time, we are going to force him to tell us the story. So uh, I can't wait for that. Be sure to check us out on our website, survivorpodcast.blogspot.com, or um, on Facebook or iTunes, David and Jeff's Survivor Podcast. We may be having one more mini pa- mini cast coming up, so stay tuned for that. Other than that, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.